0: get out you about to lose your job you about to lose your job get this dance you about to lose your job cause you are detaining me for nothing and you're detaining me for nothing and you
1: well alright <laughs>
2: It's going to be a fun show tonight, folks. Hey. All right. Hey. hey. Injection. Hey, whoa. <laughs> t- oh. Wait, wait,
3: wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Injection. What? What are we talking about?
1: Remember
3: that? From that song? <laughs> you talking about from um, We These."
1: I injection
3: on that Gotcha. I thought you was talking about uh, the Outcast joint. We love these e pros. Like oh, yeah. Injection. Well, I ain't gonna do that the lyric. That's toxic. <laughs> I do that. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vexed Intellect. It's your boy, man. I don't know if I can keep claiming uh, quarantine, baby, because you know, (laughs) everything's basically (laughs) open, so I I can't be that anymore, but uh, it's Prince.
2: All right, so
4: I I guess I won't be contagiously quarantined, so I'll just be Jared Daniels.
1: Yeah. Well, y'all know me. No need for alias. Jameson St. James.
3: And we... Are the vexed intellects, gentlemen? How are we this week?
4: Better. Better. Um, Good. You know, time heals our wounds a little bit, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, enough where I can kind of function and, and not just be kind of sitting here in stupid. Um, But I was just thinking um, if Jameson doesn't have an alias, would his, his alias be no alias needed? James and St.
2: James? <laughs> good question. Well,
1: no, what's interesting is I was curious if anybody was going to pick up on the fact that James and St. James is my alias. But <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I was waiting. Did you called me. Yeah.
3: So, so, so how, how are we? <laughs> <laughs> how are we?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. So, if the question is really for me, oh, I'm doing well. Uh, having a good week broke the 11-minute mark from a two-mile run. Oh.
4: 11-mile uh, <laughs> 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 I thought you were going somewhere else with that.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like
3: they covered it earlier. 11-minute <laughs> mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, I always want to add something in. Okay. Wow.
3: Well, I'm doing great. Uh, but yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did everybody vote uh, this past Tuesday? Yes,
4: yes, yes.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, yep. Good deal. Good deal. Sure enough. All right. Uh, today's day is June eleventh, two thousand and twenty, and our word of the day is <laughs> jury rig jury rig not to be (laughs) confused with nigger rig uh (laughs) it means to assemble quickly or from whatever is at hand especially for temporary use uh for example to jurying stage lights using automobile headlights jury rig i I don't have a whistle but uh we can flag on that
1: pronunciation of jury rig jury rig it's what you mean jury rig Jury rig who jerry rig
3: jerry rig yeah it's j- jury like a
5: jury jury no. rig
3: okay Either way
4: it sounds like nigger rig to me like what your <laughs> definition with african american community i was sorry
1: yes i mean your definition is perfect <laughs> i was just saying that dictionary don't because it says
4: it's Jerry Rigg. Only Zane can say Zane will call the dictionary though. <laughs>
1: That's right.
3: Uh, all right. <laughs> um,
1: all right and uh listeners, uh, feel free to write in and let us know what you think. Is it uh, Jerry Rig or Jerry Rigg? Let us know.
3: As stated, the day's date is <laughs> June eleventh. <11th. laughs> I got a few fun facts for the day. Sorry folks for that.
2: Thanks. that Thanks. Little Thanks. Go.
3: soliloquy. <laughs> Um, on this day in 1776 The Continental Congress created uh, A committee uh, And that committee contained uh, Thomas Jefferson John Adams, uh, Benjamin Franklin And others to draft the uh, Declaration of Independence uh, On this day in 1911 The Universal Negro Improvement Association Was founded by Mr. Marcus Garvey Hello. On this day in 1963, the U.S. President, John F. Kennedy Jr., Massachusetts' own, says segregation uh, is morally wrong in that it is time to act. And lastly, on this day in 2009, the World Health Organization, or WHO for short, declares H1N1 swine flu to be a global pandemic, the first such incident in over 40 years. Irony <laughs> yeah. to the date, true irony. Yeah, <laughs> you know, over uh, eleven years ago. All right, I think that is a great time to get into.
2: First things first. Five.
4: Uh, yeah, gentlemen. We start here in Georgia. Uh, the. Georgia's Secretary of State and State House Speaker on Tuesday called for investigations into voting delays in Atlanta and all across Georgia um, during uh, Tuesday's state primary. Now, uh, the announcement came after a rocky start on, on, on a Tuesday morning where uh, um, there were many delays and a, and a lot of voting machines that were, they were called inoperable. Uh, a month, now, now, now this is just the latest uh, election issue that Georgia has had. Uh, recently, if you guys remember, we had that big um, problem with the governor election, um, you know, a couple years. A couple years ago? Last year? I don't know year. <laughs> your, your thoughts on uh, the, the Georgia, the, the past Georgia elections?
3: So they jury Every rigging time. the election. <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> or Jerry, Jerry ridge uh, rig as Jameson said. <laughs> I have no no confidence whatsoever in the uh, democratic process uh, here in the state of Georgia. That's, that's all I got to say about that.
1: Yep. I mean, this is the thing. If you're losing power the old-fashioned way, why not cheat?
3: If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying.
1: Well, exactly. Four. The other thing is, if you ain't first, you last.
3: Yep. Four.
4: <laughs> all right. The... Uh the legislation in um, in the uh, House of Representatives actually um, introduced, um, you know, a, a new racial bias law. Uh, now, this now this law, I'm sorry, lost my place. Um, wow! Is it, is aiming to end the excessive use of force um, by the police and making it easier to identify and track and prosecute police misconduct. It's the state of the past swiftly um, through the House. Um, and, and, but it, it does seem like it's going to meet the Senate and um, Trump um, you know, opposition. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Can we can something like this after what we've gone through over the last month, can this something like this actually get passed and be able
3: to enforce enforced the country? Complete shocker that it's gonna be <laughs> gonna meet uh the static in the uh the Senate. Shocker.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, so data gets passed you know unless there's something um something in it for you know for the um the reports like something they want to get off the books It's gonna be some kind of compromise in there and and um we may have to wait till november we shall see
4: three all right um if you all remember Ava DuVernay's um, dramatic drama Sel- uh, Selma um, that was up for this Picture um, was the Oscars um, about six years ago um, just recently had a-, a reveal. Now, one of the stars, David O'Yellow
2: yeah,
4: um, mm-hmm. revealed to the <laughs> revealed to the screen daily that one of the reasons that, that the film was snubbed is because the um, the cast crew actually wore the I can't breathe shirts um to the premiere uh, back in uh, 2000 um 2014 that like this was during the the whole um, controversy with Eric Gardner and his and his passing through the uh, police brutality I mean, what are your thoughts on on this um this truth that's finally being finally being told
3: uh yeah they're gonna have an answer for that. they're gonna have to answer for that uh i read where ava said that that's what happened that was the reason that they were snubbed uh at the oscars so um yeah i haven't seen i don't know if you guys have seen anything from the uh the oscars or the committee or anything um but yeah they're gonna have to answer for that because right now everyone is retroactively canceling people that uh were wrong (laughs) on the side of uh injustice so uh i've yet to see anyone come out and say anything about that but Uh, Yeah, we'll wait the answer for that. It's fucked up if it's true.
1: You know, Oscars, Grammys, both of them. It's Jerry Riggs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) From the inside out. Oh, yeah.
2: Two.
4: All right. Despite recent tweets from Donald Trump about the economy, the National Bureau of economic research announced that the United States has officially been in a recession since February. Now, um, again, a reception, a recession is based <laughs> the reception, on two consecutive, the reception and the recession is based on two consecutive months of economic decline. Um, this, this actually broke a 128 month long, um, economic expansion that began in June of 2009. Um, now, Surprisingly, the stock market continues to soar, but experts believe that it's it's, it's, uh, expected to burst and it could cause a collapse that has not been seen since the Great Depression. Gentlemen, how worried are you about the state of economic affairs in the United States?
3: You first, uh, the gentleman from Missouri.
1: (laughs) All right, I'll acknowledge that and uh, use my time wisely. So um, for me, I am not worried about it long term. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a, a slight short, short correction, maybe 18, 24 months. I think what's happened is, um you know, we were expecting a little bit of an economy downturn uh, next year or the year after. Uh, I think uh, this one is coming at the right time to potentially get Trump out of office and it gives us a little bit of runway and let's just cool off a little bit to re strategize and try to have another, um, you know, nice period of growth. But I was expecting a, a downturn. This is just going to be, uh, promoted by the coronavirus.
4: Yeah. I, I, I do want to say that what that, that, um, that's the that, that person that, that wrote this report, uh, Sam Stovall actually said, this was a man-made recession slash bear market where in a sense that, um, uh, there's almost no uncertainty about when it was, when it was going to happen. The only question is how deep it would go. Um, so the experts are, are not, you know, necessarily throwing the c- coronavirus and what's in, in the they're kind of going you know, have it be related. Obviously, the coronavirus did um, aid in the reception. Uh, reception.
1: reception. Huh. <laughs> 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 they got married. <laughs> they
4: got married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's definitely man-made
3: yeah um and that was the difference from the articles that i read you know it was wasn't based on any anything in the market per se or anything it was you know strictly based on people being forced to stay home uh and not stimulate the economy plus all of the the job loss so um yeah man it's you know the there was a recovery in may Uh, i think that we would be remiss if we did not state that, that there was a, a recovery. So that's why they were saying that they don't know, you know, this is going to be like the last one, especially, you know, with um, how they got stimulus to people and, you know, tried to prop up the economy a bit, prop up businesses, get unemployment, you know, with the extra 600 and everything. So they've done everything that they can to mitigate it um, or offset the potential um, ramifications uh, of making people stay home but you know we i guess time will tell um you know how how bad it gets but again that there was positive uh in may with regards to to job growth or whatever so so we'll see as they open up the economy more you know maybe it'll recover uh either way (laughs) i think um you know we're we're still not out of the, the the water yet man it's it's still you know but Hey, there's opportunity in the stock market and uh, there will be opportunity in the housing market for those looking. <laughs>
1: mm, definitely.
3: Yep, and I think One. there's going to be some
1: opportunity. Will they- Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I think there's going to be some opportunity in other industries too because there's a lot of restaurant clothing. Yep. I think the corporate real estate uh, is really going to see some long-term um, dips. Yeah. Part of the reason is Folks don't need as much square footage because people are going to start working from home Yep. permanently. They're going to be coming to the office yep. on a rotated schedule. So I think the value of commercial real estate is going to take a really big hit. Um, and a lot of it's going to either sit empty or, or have to be converted. So I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity there. One.
2: Yep.
4: Right. And uh, finally, I, I can't officially call them a friend of the show, but I can call them a friend of Jared Dam. Pornhub, um, is, <laughs> has made a statement and is standing with, um, the black community. And I, I want to read this on their page, uh, from their page. Um, we commit to stand in solidarity, solidarity, solidarity. Am I done? Right? And take action. Take action. <laughs> And take action with the black community as, as rightfully, and rightfully demand justice. That's why from June 6th to June 12th, only every Videos. Will be available on our site. The Pornhub team. Tell me your reaction to Pornhub standing with the Black community only (laughs) displaying Ebony videos. (laughs) Sorry, people. Uh, Sorry, racist masturbators. You are out of luck because uh, Ebony videos only available
3: June six through twelve. Well, this this is actually not. True, it was not official, but yeah. uh, the, the meme the meme was hilarious. Um, and I I did go check.
2: <laughs> I did go check.
3: I may have stayed there for an extended period of time, may may not. I cannot confirm or deny, but <laughs> I thought the meme was hilarious. Uh, hilarious, and I, I think their statement. I like their statement, like you said, um, where they came out. The statement was real. Uh, but the meme saying that it was going only, only going to be ebony porn was actually uh, uh turned out to be a hoax, but. I like this statement, I think they donated some money as well, right? Or like a, I think it was like a yeah, 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 yeah. So shout out to Pornhub, um, <laughs> real company of <Yeah>. genius. <laughs> They're so See, I was woke. To make
4: you land in, a, in, a middle of a, so in the middle of a pandemic, or yeah.
3: you know, Uh-oh. oh, sounds like there's a train being ran. Speaking there's of Pornhub, train here, <laughs> <You're
2: right. laughs> great, great <time>. segue. <laughs> Literally
1: transition.
4: Hey, and that was first
3: thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh we here at the Vexed Intellects love the ladies. Speaking of point up. Not joking. I'm joking. That was toxic. That was toxic. And uh <laughs> to show our appreciation for the ladies we have a segment entitled You Glow Girl where we highlight incredible feats performed by women. I'll hit it first. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah you will this uh, <laughs> no he I'd won't like to, yeah, sorry yeah yes i'm he not will. going for yeah, that yes no. he will uh <laughs> this week i'd like to nominate <laughs> anifa M- viewimba wow All right. she is the black designer uh that took the internet by storm with an innovative 3d virtual fashion show. I don't know if you guys saw the video. I think I shared it uh, in the group, uh, DM, uh, on Instagram, but I just wanted to shout out that sister, man. It was, uh, groundbreaking groundbreaking. So basically she had like her pieces, like the dresses or whatever. And it looked like they were walking like with a, a human body in it, but it was like virtual. It was all virtual. So essentially a virtual, um, a virtual fashion show. And, um, and wow. you know, all of the fashion industry uh took notice, man, and, and she she was um got got quite a bit of praise. So I just wanted to, to shout her up for being innovative and, and being creative, man, and, and uh giving her all the flowers. So Anifa Im M- I'm gonna spell that so you guys can see that it's hard for you too. M is Mary, V is Victor, U E, M is Mary, B is boy A. M. Vimba. Uh, you go, girl.
1: I think they're in the end is silent. Hi. Ah, Viewimba, <laughs> Yeah. Go, girl.
3: Anifa Viewimba, There we go. Thank you,
2: World Traveler. All
1: right. So, uh, yeah, no worries. So, I will uh, go second. Uh, there is an article. Um, so, as you guys know, you know, right now, you know, the world is in an uproar in support uh, of Black Lives Matter and police brutality hopefully um, a true version of equal rights uh, when it comes to um, the Black American and, and Blacks everywhere, you know, internationally. Uh, and so, of course, one of the things that we've been focusing on in the Black community is supporting our Black businesses. And uh, I came across an article uh, that featured Kiko Davis. Uh, Kiko Davis is the one and only majority owner stockholder of the detroit-based first Independence bank uh one of the top 10 largest black-owned banks in the country uh mm. you know there's so much power around a collective money pooling our money and 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 uh, making a difference in the community so i want to shout her out for uh being a maverick in the field uh, and making a difference for our community hopefully uh owning that bank uh has, has given some folks opportunities that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise so uh, Pico Davis and First Independence Bank, You Glow Girl and Company.
2: Glow Girl. <laughs>
4: and um I am up next. Uh I'll bring in Maria. Uh look, I wanna give my selection for glow Girl to uh Muriel um uh, Bowser. Um uh, she is the Washington D C mayor. Um, you know, she had a pretty good week, uh, this week she, she challenged Trump, uh, with federal, um, uh, law enforcement and military, uh, was deployed in Washington, D.C. She, uh, you know, she, she, she basically, um, uh, pulled his, his, his phone card and said, nah, we don't need that. Uh, she, she also installed a, a massive black lives matter street mural on 16th street, which is, uh, you know, right across from the White House and then renamed that, that, uh, that area Black Lives Matter Plaza. Um, you know, with, with so much going on, just, you know, I, I can't tell you this personally. I, I was, I smiled when I, when I saw the an article and, and read about this. And it just, it, it, it did help a lot. Just, just knowing that, um, You know, we are, we have been fighting for our, for our own, our own freedom, for our own future, uh, for our own lives. Um, so, um, so for Muriel and, and everyone else who's, who's protest and, and, and been, you know, taken up for the cause, you blow girl and guys as well, but you blow girl.
1: You blow girl. Definitely well deserved.
3: Indeed. Big fan of, uh, Muriel Browser. Uh, Bowser, sorry. Wow, been drinking. All right. Um, did you guys. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. I'll get mad. Uh, all the, the fuckery with, with Georgia, man. You know, more and more is coming out <laughs> about what happened on Election Day Tuesday. Boy. <laughs> Gotta steal it. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. So. Speaking of uh, you, glow girl, I got a Carol Baskin update. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, the and, and for those unfamiliar, Carol Baskin was uh, one of the, if not the, star of uh, Tiger King, the Netflix phenomenon <laughs> that was released earlier this year. So, um, Carol Baskin actually had yeah, the sheriff in the county that she's in. Um, confirmed that Carol Baskin's missing husband's will was actually forged. So hey, you know, it's uh this week in Carol Baskin. Wow. Carol Baskin news. I don't know if anything is gonna come of that, but uh the sheriff did come out and admit that. All right. Um shit. This week for Hope uh she goes what, down. <laughs> real, you, you sound like uh Joe Exotic.
2: <laughs> mm. Jameson Exotic.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but this is another example of white privilege. Yeah, kill your husband, feed him to a tiger, get all his money, and nobody does a thing.
4: Yeah, I was I was ready to say I was ready to say allegedly, but no, she she clearly did it. Yeah,
1: yeah she did it. Okay. Allegedly. allegedly. I think it was what sar- sardine oil. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs>
3: So, uh, real men of genius, man. I just wanted to quickly uh, shout out New York Governor Chris Cuomo. Um, he wants state lawmakers to pass the Amy Cooper 911 false accusation bill, aka uh, the Karen Bill.
2: <laughs>
3: and that bill will make it a crime for um, you know Karens or, or anyone to make false 911 calls. So, uh, I just wanted to shout that out. I thought that that was cool. I think more and more states should enact similar legislation. Uh, it is absolutely ridiculous how people uh, weaponize 911 and the police. So, shout out to uh, Governor Chris Como for making that uh, uh, or, or proposing that as law in New York. Yeah. I, I imagine yeah. that probably would, will not have any issues getting passed.
4: That would be big. Yeah, I mean, if it happened in New York, then other places are, are going to follow
3: suit. There needs to be repercussions. Um, yeah. Too often these days we see, like I said, people uh, calling the police. And I think that after all of this, you know, with the protesting and all of the laws that will come as a result, uh, that will change the way uh, people are policed in certain neighborhoods or just, you know, maybe, you know, on a, on a national scale. I uh, so I think there will be changes from a policing standpoint, but uh there needs to be repercussions for people to stop trying to weaponize nine one one, you know, anytime they have a disagreement or they get called out on their um bratty behavior, you know. So shout out to uh Governor Chris Como for that, man. I wish he could run for president.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I
3: really wish. Yeah. Uh he's setting up nice, man. Between him and uh your boy out in Cali, uh Gavin Newsom. Well, they, they, yeah. what those two dudes yeah. are doing <laughs>
2: yeah. everything yeah. in
3: their power to be next up for sure. Uh, two party rock stars for the Dems. All right. Uh, speaking of passing legislation and this, that, and the third, um, let's get right to it. Uh, did you guys see that uh, the Rona is allegedly not as uh, serious as initially thought uh, the who <laughs> Is now announcing that asymptomatic transfer of COVID 19 is rare. Uh, this is a complete turnaround from their initial information. So, uh, and an error on the side of caution, right? You understand with something that they don't quite fully understand why they may, you know, have done that. But yeah. Um, the World Health Organization now says transmission of coronavirus by patients who show no symptoms is very rare. Uh, some people, particularly young and otherwise healthy individuals, who are infected by the coronavirus, never develop symptoms or only show mild symptoms. While others might not develop symptoms until days after they were actually uh, infected. So, uh, what do you guys think about that, man? Like, just considering everything that that has happened again. I understand, you know, err on the side of caution, uh, but you know, for a lot of the people that talk about the damage that this has done to the economy and everything, what are what are your guys' thoughts on that?
4: I, I, you know what? I'd rather the economy be damaged than than the, you know more lives lost. I mean, we lost so many lives to this disease. So
3: better
2: safe um, than sorry, right?
4: I, yeah, I'm I'm not you know, you know upset about that. I mean, when 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 people are dying, you gotta you gotta just you kind of gotta just lock it down as if, if, if best you can, and then then do additional research after you know, it settles. And, and not saying that it's you know been complete, completely eradicated. I mean, I mean we don't we don't live in New Zealand or anything, but um, you know they, uh, you know, I, I had no problem with them doing the research down and, and finding out you know this information. Still gonna wear my mask. <laughs> Still gonna be safe. Uh, still going to gargle and drink uh, apple cider vinegar when I come home after I take a shower. Yeah, but you know, I feel a little better about it. Yeah.
3: So, did you ever yeah, go and get so a, the antibody test?
4: I never did. I never did. Okay. Um, is the anybody... How long do you keep them? You keep them like virtually forever, right? I don't. I don't no table on there,
1: right? I don't know that right here. Okay. Yep. You know, my opinion is well. One thing I'll say is the day after they released that, they did try and walk it back a little bit. Uh and they changed it from asymptomatic to presymptomatic, I believe. Um, because some folks that are asymptomatic can still pass it on. But before you get symptoms, if you're gonna get symptoms, um you may not be able to pass it as, as much. So I'm not trusting it. You know, anytime they come back with out with a reversal. Uh, it's always going to take me three to six months to, to understand kind of where they're going before I, I put any stock in it.
2: Good deal.
3: Good deal. Well, speaking of <laughs> the Rona, uh, CNN health actually posted an article this week uh, titled worried about coronavirus while having sex question mark, <laughs> wear a mask <laughs> says a new study. <laughs> um, <laughs> Practice social distancing, wear a mask, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. The recommendations to prevent coronavirus are a familiar refrain to most Americans. There's little guidance, though, when it comes to sex in the age of COVID-19. So three, Harvard. Harvard cambridge massachusetts uh physicians examine the likelihood of coronavirus infection in a number of sex activities and to better prevent infection during sex between partners who haven't been isolating together people should wear masks and avoid kissing (laughs) Uh, gentlemen your thoughts Uh, on that have have we had any um any covid19 sex and um you know, do, do, do you have any thoughts about that? You should wear a mask, no kissing. So sorry, guys, if you're into, you know, <laughs> extreme Wait, intimacy. So, uh,
2: let, let me get this straight.
3: Extreme, so. you mean kissing. <laughs> <laughs> extreme sport now, so, man, in the, in the era of COVID. That's extreme. You're taking a risk, brother. So, Fair enough. So I can insert myself
4: into a woman. That's fine. Just wear a mask and avoid kissing. Like and, and then
1: hey, assert yourself. I mean I'm saying but so <laughs> um what, so my question
4: I guess my question is this. Okay. So what about oral sex? I mean what, what, is that, so
2: that's <laughs>
3: that? No. Well so long as she's wearing a mask, you, mask, you're good. Ask
4: it for, for a friend.
3: So, so long as she's wearing a mask, you're good.
2: Oh, oh okay. So, okay.
3: I don't know how you do that. Great,
1: you
2: mean?
3: <laughs>
1: sucking yeah, on cloth. Um, exactly. So, I I mean, my, thing, my, my thing is this. Have they done a study to, to show if you can get it from oral sex?
3: You know, that's something <laughs> exactly. uh, that I think is probably worth researching. And that's I think an interesting
2: theory.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also speaking of sex during the Rona, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, in England, they have new lockdown laws that says uh, it is illegal for couples living apart to have sex indoors. Okay. okay. Yeah, so let me read a quick caption. This is from the Independent out of the UK. It says new coronavirus laws in England have made it illegal for couples who live in different homes to have sex indoors and stay overnight. The health protection regulations previously banned people leaving home without a reasonable excuse, but the provision has been replaced by stringent curbs on where people can sleep and gather together. Uh the law which will be laid in Parliament on Monday uh, says there is a gathering when two or more people are present together in the same place in order to engage in any form of social interaction with each other or to undertake any other activity with each other. Uh, so, if you are in the UK, folks, and you are there to have sex with someone that you don't live with, uh, you could be jailed. Just FYI. Be careful. Wow. Well, so, so indoors, so that those people can have sex
4: outside?
3: That's a great question. I mean, they did say that, you know, uh, the virus is not as lethal outside, you know, because the air can carry it. So, perhaps when mm-hmm. someone is inserting something in, in someone... Um, no problem. Just your Insert yourself outside. No right. problem. <laughs> so... <laughs> imagine that... Uh, but, you know, is that double jeopardy, though? Because if they give you a ticket or arrest you for public uh, indecency...
2: <laughs> you'd be like, hey,
3: I was trying to... To practice, you know, um, social distancing, sex. Yeah,
4: so, I don't know. Yeah, so in, in essence, you could you could break one law by avoiding breaking another. Hey man, uh, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, I you do nothing, it no no going on whatsoever. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, England. Shout out to Ask Well, it. maybe
3: not. Uh, Talk about uncertain so all right um (laughs) so we got a new segment man uh in the wake of all the protesting and you know all of the um everything that's happening right now uh in the country uh a lot of celebrities and a lot of people with uh huge followings have felt the need to uh for lack of a better term insert themselves uh, into, uh what's going on so uh because of that we here at the vex intellects have a new segment entitled um this uh, hold on yeah idiots of the week <laughs> awards because yeah people will always um if you let them talk enough if you let them talk long enough they will reveal to you uh how how stupid they are or their, their true intentions so uh we have quite a few nominees uh for this week in idiots uh the first up is uh and, and this is one of my favorite rappers but uh Lil Wayne uh <laughs> Lil Wayne speaks out about the murder of George Floyd by urging people not to blame all police and he said my life was saved by a white cop so uh, he Lil Wayne publicly spoke out about the senseless murder of George Floyd at the hand of Former Minneapolis police officer and I'm uh, not going to name him. Fuck him. But um, his comments may surprise you. Lil Wayne urged black people to not place blame for police brutality on all police officers, specifically white cops, because one saved his life in the past that one time. So uh, that was Lil Wayne. Uh, we also have another nominee for idiot of the week. Uh, this will go to uh, <laughs> Jameson's favorite actor, uh, Terry Crews.
1: <laughs>
3: no comment <laughs> terry <laughs> cruz is getting nominated for uh this particular tweet um defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy what uh equality is the truth <laughs> like it or not we are all in this together Any black person who calls me a coon, uh, and this is what he's actually no before uh, that. So, that hard stop that was his initial tweet. Defeating white supremacy without white people people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth, like it or not. We are all in this together. Uh, He got filleted on the the timeline as he should have. That was absolutely dumb with the B on it, and uh, actually got a. A quick clip from your girl Amanda Seals She actually tweeted with the clip She said well Now we know why Terry Crews threw It's Gabrielle you under the bus Always be aware of coons in the midst (laughs) Coons (laughs) are Negroes (laughs) Who choose white approval over black advancement Uh, Let's play this clip
0: How did none of y'all tell me What Terry Crews Was over on Twitter doing last night
2: Mm, 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 mm,
3: mm. all right <laughs> so <laughs> she's posted that with the uh the tweet and so terry in response to her and several others coming at him and his mention said any black person who calls me a coon or and uncle tom oh or and not or an, and A N A N D and d or and uncle tom for promoting equality all caps is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who is not. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> the good brother, uh, well, he who is his, his Trump yeah, he did. And double down on he, this. Stupidity, yes, huh? he did. And the good brother, uh, wow. Tyler James Williams, who played the main character in everybody hates Chris and Terry Cruz's son in the show uh, tweeted out to him. He said, um, I'm not trying to call you out, Terry Cruz. You know, it's all love always, but we're rightfully angry right now. And fed up with anyone not with our cause wholeheartedly I don't want to see that energy pointed your way Or diverted from the cause And Terry responded I understand Tyler I was not saying black supremacy exists Because it doesn't I'm saying if both black and whites Don't continue to work together Bad attitudes and resentments Can create a dangerous self-righteousness That's all Uh, And then comedian Godfrey also responded He said uh, I love you as a friend Brother Terry But I disagree with you 100%. No such thing as black supremacy. That is a tactic that racist whites use to counteract our rebellion um, to their horrific treatment of us. It's called gaslighting. Black pride isn't anti-white. And uh, Terry responded, I agree. I'm not discussing white people here. There are gatekeepers of blackness within our own community who decide who's black and who's not. I have often been called out for not being black enough. How can that be? So. Terry Cruz, our second nominee for, uh, idiot of wow. the week, uh, tone deaf, tone deaf and foolish. And, uh, he's trying his best boy. Every argument that he makes anti-blast fuck Terry Cruz. Fuck him. All right. Third, <laughs> um, on idiots of the week is, uh, you know, he's going to be on Candace
1: Owen show. So oh my God. A little late comment, but phew. yeah, so, yeah I'm sorry.
3: you're fine. Uh, third, uh, on the week of idiots of the week is uh, your HUD uh, secretary uh, or supervisor or whatever oh you call him uh, Ben Carson We played this clip
6: at the president called Kaepernick and anyone else who engages in
4: that kind of peaceful protest a son of a bitch
5: my, my personal feeling is if those players were to come out and say we love our nation we are patriots we love our flag we honor the memory of those who died to give us our freedom but we are protesting some of the brutality that has occurred. And that's why we're doing this. I think it would solve the problem. And I suggest that they do that. Ben Carson, wow. ladies and gentlemen, bing, bing, bing. We have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: this
3: is In crazy, Carson, man. So you have to assimilate to people who are being um, intentionally obtuse, uh, even though, Kaepernick and, and all the other Kenny Stills, all the players, Eric Reed that, that Neil have said repeatedly that it's not about the flag. It's not about the military. It's about police brutality. So why should they have to... Con- anyway, Ben Carson, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Uh, this you know is- Ben Carson stopped reading back
3: in 1985. Oh my God. Gifted hands, eh? <laughs> Gifted hands. <laughs> uh, I won't call this person an idiot per se, but uh, I want to play a clip actually from Billy Porter uh he's from the the show pose and uh you know he's made several uh provocative or uh, flamboyant shall i say uh outfits and costumes on red carpets uh, and he speaks for the lgbtq plus plus community uh let me play a clip
0: let's go even deeper and black people hear me cuz you y'all ain't going to like this one as a black queer man in America, my basic human rights have been up for legislation every single day that I have had breath in my body from all sides. And by that, I mean that the black community's relationship with the LGBTQ plus community is appalling at best and eerily similar to that of white supremacists versus black folk. Hear me, black people, and hear me well. I'm calling y'all out right here and right now. You cannot expect our demands of equality to be met with any real legislative policy and change when y'all turn around and inflict the same kind of hate and oppression on us. Just to go even deeper.
3: Billy Porter, ladies and gentlemen, again, I will not call him an idiot. I'm not. Including him and the idiots of the week, but um,
4: I you know I got something to say about that. Okay, and and I and I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to bring this topic up in general, but I'll start with with what he said first. Um, I don't, I I wouldn't compare it to white supremacy. I think that's a bit off. I think that's a bit, well, it's not a bit off. That's really off. So no, I I can't agree with that at all. Um, However, the point that I think he's trying to make is 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 that um, I think I think there's a lot of ways there 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 is a disconnect and there is a um, a place where uh, the overall black community may not support um, the LGBTQ plus um community as, as well as if they see it. And, and and even so, I, I I was having a conversation with one of my friends um over the past week. Um with everything that's going down, um uh, how we are fighting for our lives, how we're fighting for our rights, how we're fighting for our freedom. Um we you know, I still see and I'm not saying, I can't classify all black people, but I still see, you know, a, good, a lot of my friends that will, will fight and and be ready to go, go to war for, the, for their rights and, and for anything that they're being called or they're being questioned about, but will make less than positive comments about other races. And, and for me, it's kind of hard to, you know, as we fight for equality, racial equality, I don't know if we can really fight for racial equality and then just just stop our own community. Now, great. We got to take care of our community first. Our community is the ones in the streets that are dying. Our community, our community is, is being constantly tortured. And you see these images all the time. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't be fighting for our community. Matter of fact, yep, we, so, we definitely should, but it's, but there is a little disconnect there, you know, and, and I, and I
1: want to get your thoughts on that. So, so I hear exactly what you're saying. And, and what I'd say in response to Porter is that the timing and the delivery's tone deaf, right? So, mm-hmm. um, it's not the time to misdirect the conversation that we're trying to have mm-hmm. with LGBTQ rights. I understand you may not have felt fully accepted by the black community. The black community is not a monolith, right? Just like every other community in this world, there are folks that are ultra conservative that may not necessarily accept homosexuality because they Mm -hmm. are Bible something. They believe in in the Bible. They want to go directly by the Bible, even though, you know, there are some instances in the Bible that you can quote from LGBTQ plus perspective. um, They still don't want to hear it. They grew up that way. It's been indoctrinated. Um, You know, the black community, and if, you, and if you look at communities as a whole, you know, folks that are on the lower socioeconomic end of the strata, they often have issues uh, with homosexuality and those sorts of things. Sometimes when someone has their knee on your neck, for lack of a better uh, analogy, mm-hmm. you have to misplace your anger at someone else. And so you make someone else's sexuality your personal issue. Now, I would be curious to say if we took a socioeconomic economic poll of acceptance levels of homosexuality across culture, across race, if you would see anything different between um, the higher end and the lower end of the economic strata, you know, what I, I would venture to say that there are a lot of homosexual people who don't like black people either. And so that, that door swings both ways. And I, yeah. and I feel for him uh, in his experience. But I think the timing is off, uh, and, it, and it's tone deaf. There's lots of, of uh, hate crimes and hate rights around the LGBTQ community. They've taken way more strides in way less time than the black community ever has. He needs to shut up and get in line and let us get some rights for ourselves, because nobody can look at him and tell he's gay unless he wants to uh, put it out there. And I'm all for gay rights, <laughs> for the record
3: for sure um yeah i don't don't have anything that i think that you uh you gentlemen articulated beautifully i will just say uh that i I agree like i I just don't understand why everyone feels the need to hijack you know uh other people's Mm -hmm. movements i just i don't get that it's like you know that's why you can never get anything done (laughs) in this country is because Every time people have attention, man, on their movement, every time the spotlight is on one movement, people are trying to, well, hey, 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 while while I got you, you know, I ain't going to hold you. But uh, so what about it? Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> a bunch of what about isms. And so, I, you know, you guys, I thought you guys, what you both had to say was, uh, you know, spot on. And yeah, man, I just don't understand. I don't understand why we have to hijack. But um,
7: yeah.
3: All right. So moving on. uh <laughs> And this will be the last for this week. I'm sure we'll have plenty for next week. Plenty, because boy, <laughs> people like being idiots right now. Uh,
2: <laughs> so, Lastly,
3: uh, for Idiots of the Week, I have uh, Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees <laughs> caused quite the store, uh, stir last week. Goddamn. And um, yeah, when he made uh, these comments, let me play a clip.
0: You're such a leader. In the league, uh, what is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and and players in the league?
6: Well, I, I will I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the the flag of the United you're such a leader right. in the league in the uh leader. what is your responsibility uh, as a leader
3: rewound if you will uh so yeah that was a uh, drew breeze and um as you can imagine he got absolutely flamed and lambasted <laughs> so to jameson's point about mr porter uh, it's not the time <laughs> it's not the time and that was tone deaf yeah uh, and, and and deservedly so he got uh he got completely lambasted. Uh, one of which, in particular, was uh, from Wendell Pierce, and uh, he's a great actor. He's actually from New Orleans, from uh, the city that Drew plays quarterback for. Uh, and if you don't know Wendell Pierce, he's uh, the gentleman that played in uh, Wait in Exhale. He was whose whose love interest was he in that? Not not Lila Rashawn, right? Well, no, he was Lila Rochon's. Because yeah, anyway, he was uh, that. But more famously, or, or my favorite character that he's played was Bunk in The Wire. Oh, Yeah, that was the one Yeah, so he actually wrote uh, He he had a nice little Back and forth uh, via Twitter to Drew Brees He said, uh, to Drew Brees, my 95 Year old father fought in World War II at Saipan Risking his life for the United States Of America, a country that had little Respect for him when he returned to New Orleans. He was denied his right to vote His right to live where he Wanted and most of all His civil rights My father risked his life for the U.S. Constitution that was written without even considering him a human being until many Americans lost their lives to change it, to protect the First Amendment right to protest. Even then, my father returned to New Orleans greeted by segregation. My father, who fought for your freedom, Drew Brees, had to navigate racial violence in New Orleans as civil rights protesters were beaten by many who stand for our flag as they sat at the Woolworth lunch counter blocks from the Superdome and uh, he continued but um, yeah man Drew Brees um, I think uh, (laughs) I think he got the message uh, because he's posted what three or four replies now (laughs) one of which uh, was this one this is a video reply
6: I know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday I know that it hurt many people especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change
3: that's to- just uh, a quick piece of that And he had a, a huge, huge uh, write-out uh, for that So, yeah, um, Donald Trump <laughs> Speaking of, anyway, uh, actually uh, had a response to, to Drew Brees He said, um, I'm a big fan of Drew Brees I think he's truly one of the greatest quarterbacks But he would, he should not have taken back his original stance On honoring our magnificent American flag Yeah. Uh <laughs> old glory is to be revered, cherished, and flown high. We should be standing up straight and tall, ideally with a salute or hand on heart. There are other things you can protest, but not our great American flag. No kneeling, all caps. Uh <laughs> your boy. And Drew Brees, in in, in in Drew Brees defense, he actually responded to Trump. And um You know, he said, um, To at Real Donald Trump, through my ongoing conversations with friends, teammates and leaders in the black community, I realize this is not an issue about the American flag. It has never been. We can no longer use the flag to turn people away or distract them from the real issues that face our black communities. We did this back in 2017 and regular uh, excuse me and regretfully. I brought it back with my comments this week. We must stop talking about the flag and shift our attention to the real issues of systematic racial injustice, economic oppression, police brutality, and judicial and prison reform. We are at a critical juncture in our nation's history. If not now, then when? Um, so mm. shout out man, to who him, wrote man. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody.
2: Wrote
3: Yo. Bars. Yeah,
1: somebody bar. did. Bars. Somebody did. bars. Somebody did. He posted it. He posted it. <laughs> So, yeah. I, no, it's, it's cool. I'm glad he posted it, but he had that. Somebody in his PR team was like, hey, let me write this response to Donnie. <laughs> you know
4: what?
2: I,
1: because well, uh, it. it was Your well message, thought out. Yeah. Like he sat down for 30, 45 minutes and, 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 and crafted that. I'm not mad at it, but it's, boy, that was well. Yeah, that was nice.
4: Yeah. And, and, you know what? I, I, uh, I just want to comment on it because I. Um,
1: uh, You're from that um, too, right?
4: I shout out as am Greg's. from Him. Uh, shout out to Louis him. Shout out to Freeform. Shout out to But, Greg's. you know, there, there's a lot of Saints fans on my
2: timeline. Mm. And,
4: yo, yo, these both hurt. <laughs> like, this was, this was, it was hard. Like, it was, you know what? It was hard to, to watch their reaction. Like, it, it was, it was like, it was like you telling, you know, a young kids that there's no Santa Claus. Like, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Um, you know, and now, now granted, like you, this is my first time hearing back the you know uh Trump's, you know, tweet and and, and obviously uh Breeze's or Breeze's PR team's uh response. But
3: come on guys, don't do
4: that. Shit. <laughs> look, look, yeah.
3: exactly, either way, you know
4: what you know what? I couldn't <laughs> written it that way. If somebody goes right to the shit, you still if you still rap it, you still got another one here. I don't care. I mean, so, you know, whatever.
2: Um, right,
4: <laughs> right. So, uh, they're they not talking about this. So I don't, I don't really know if they even heard this exchange or whatever. They might have felt better about
3: it,
2: but
4: yo, they were sick. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's been rough for them. Yeah.
3: To this day. Yeah. Well, surprisingly, <laughs> uh, if, if not more surprising than Drew's response, uh, if I take it from your guys' reaction <laughs> to how good. And how well-crafted that was. Uh, More surprising this week actually was uh, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, actually admitted that they were wrong for not listening to players earlier and encourages players to speak out and peacefully protest. Let me play uh, his
5: statement. It's been a difficult time for our country, in particular, black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much-needed change in this country. Without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around that's that's enough. But, uh,
3: hey, (laughs) talk about a complete 360, man, from... 2016 uh you know <laughs> 2017 to, to to now man to you know four years three four years later um wow you know <laughs> wow but um i have donald trump's
2: response <laughs> Trump, <laughs> oh, wow. uh,
3: to roger goodell he said could it be even remotely possible that in Roger Goodell's rather interesting statement of peace and reconciliation, I know he didn't write that he was in intimating. Oh, he was intimating. Oh no. Yeah. He didn't write that, that it would now be okay for the players to kneel all caps or not to stand for the national anthem, thereby disrespecting our country and our flag question mark. So, uh, yeah, talk about carefully crafted statements. (laughs) boy. Um. Yeah. 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 So, Drew Brees uh, deserve idiot uh, of the week award for that initial statement, man. But I, I. 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 know. I know. I know. I know. But I just wanted to give him props, man, for for the turnaround. You know, and, and we'll we'll continue to monitor and see how he responds going forward. But uh, man, as far as saying the right things, psh, I think uh, you you your boy uh, said the right things, man.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, it sounded really nice.
5: You know, oh. I'm, I'm curious to see,
1: you know, what, what, you know, what else comes of this. Um, you know, you can call me Stokely Carmichael or whatever you want, but, uh, you know, I'm not fucking with that shit. You know, he, 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 I think he said what he meant blind. to say. He said what he, he said. He said what he meant to say. He couldn't yeah. be that blind all this time. I'm sorry. I mean, he, he's in the NFL. He had to read and see all of the articles and knows all about what was going on for him to come out of the side of his mouth. It just, it was just showing his true colors. Yeah. I I actually have a walk on idiot of the week. Who you got? I've got, uh, red glassman. Mm. Did you guys hear about that? No, do tell. Uh, no, no. Yeah. He's the founder and CEO of CrossFit. Uh, Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, over the weekend, he responded to a tweet from the Institute for Health Metrics and and Evaluation saying, and their tweet said, racism is a public, racism is a public health issue. He tweeted back, uh, it's Floyd 19, uh, with the intention of, of connecting a conspiracy to racism, uh, being a public health issue, uh, and COVID-19, which he's considering a farce. He said they're failed quarantine and now they're going to model, uh, has us stuck in this cycle and now they're going to give us a failed solution to the George, George Floyd's murder. So on Tuesday, uh, he actually stepped down, uh, as CEO, uh, oh, of fantastic. CrossFit. Yeah, stepped down as CEO of CrossFit after, um, Reebok, uh, decided to not redo their uh, agreement. Also, uh, hundreds of their affiliate gyms across the country have decided to, um, no longer be affiliates, uh, as well as, uh, with the greatest of all time, um, Rich Froning uh, also uh, denouncing, uh, what was said. So, who? um, Rich Froning, that... he's he won like five or six, uh, world's fittest man in a, in a row. Oh, um, Anyway, somebody I follow. Oh, okay, you'll be looking <laughs> fit, uh, fit men,
2: huh? Hey.
1: As long as there's no uh, injection or insertion. I
2: think
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I'm glad to see that he stepped down. You know, I'd like to see some divestitures happen before. You know, I, I, I'd be willing to truly support uh, CrossFit at all going
3: forward. Yeah, you, you are a CrossFit guy, right? I know... Um... Remember them shoes you had them CrossFit Reeboks you had so you um yep
1: yep and I and you know what and I don't know
3: that I'm a CrossFit guy I've never done gone to a
1: CrossFit gym but I do CrossFit style workouts and I always have and those shoes uh, that they made with Reebok <laughs> um they really get the job done for, for cross training and so I've got a, a new pair over here today and I continue to wear them. But uh, it's unfortunate that they mess up a good thing with uh, his um, insensitive
2: uh,
1: language and insensitive perspective.
2: Mm.
3: Wow, that was crazy! Yeah, <laughs> wow! Hey, Man, people feel very emboldened wow. right now. Very emboldened. Yeah, I like it. Expose yourself. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Expose yourself. Show show who you are. Show who you really are. I like it. Yeah, like like,
4: the, like the lawyer who was spitting on like the 17-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Show yourself, man. Show yourself. Go ahead. Express yourself. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. Uh, so that was, that was Idiots of the Week. I'm pretty sure as I stated. Yeah, it was trash. I'm sure that we will have plenty of nominees going forward. Uh Plenty. Of nominees, so all right, man. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about defunding the police. So um, this was a big issue nationally, and um, Minneapolis will dismantle its police force. Council members pledge, saying the existing police department cannot be reformed. A majority of the city council has promised to rethink public safety from the ground up in the wake of George Floyd's killing. And that was from the, uh, the Minnesota uh, City Council. I don't know if you guys also saw uh, in L.A., um, Los Angeles Mayor uh, Garcetti uh, plans to cut $100 million, uh, anywhere between $100 to $150 million from the LAPD budget, funds to be reinvested in communities of color. So uh, this was a, a big, big, big deal, a big talking point. Uh, for pundits, um, so first off, let's let's start off with what it means because I, I've seen a lot of people that actually doesn't uh, that don't understand what this means. So defending uh, the police, uh, defunding rather the police. What you should know. So uh, let me read this quick. Uh, quick aside here. It says across the nation, we are seeing unrelenting public protests and calls for action in response to the recent murders of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor at the hands of the police. The continued abuse of power, blatant disregard for black lives and refusal to hold officers accountable by law has sent the country into a rage. The anger has sparked the belief that the only way to entirely eradicate police brutality is by defunding them altogether. The concept of defending the police isn't new. However, it is gaining popularity in light of recent events. So what does it even mean? Are people calling to eradicate the use of police force? No, not necessarily. Um, By defunding the police, cities would be allowed to reallocate a portion of their budgeted funds back into the communities in order to provide or expand social services to support the citizens. However, there are some supporters who call to dismantle the police force as a whole, uh, as a large majority of people do not feel protected or served by law enforcement. Uh, So yeah, there are actually quite a few calls uh, to defund the police. Now I did read an article on CNN and they basically talked uh, uh, about, you know, where does Minnesota or excuse me, Minneapolis specifically go from here. And uh, they gave an example of uh, Camden, New Jersey. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Camden, but uh, for several years, like in the nineties, and the early two thousands, Camden, along with like Elizabeth, New Jersey and cities like that were, consistently on the uh, the country's most dangerous cities list yeah and uh, about seven years ago uh camden new jersey disbanded it's oh sorry guys syria uh, wanted to be a part of the podcast uh <laughs> so about seven years ago um the city of uh, camden disbanded this uh police department and um and this is a cnn article as well um and they offer just some information. So let me let me read this really quickly. Uh, why do departments dissolve police? Um, it says a city's decision to dissolve its police department is often a matter of money. And the cities that choose to do so are often quite small. Camden comes closest to Minneapolis in its size and history of misconduct. Um. So let me see. Uh, Camden dissolved its police department to root out corruption. Actually. Uh, The city's crime rate was among the worst in the U.S. Within nine square miles and among nearly 75,000 residents, there were over 170 open-air drug markets reported in 2013, county officials told CNN. Violent crime abounded. Police corruption was at the core. Uh, Lawsuits filed against the department uncovered that officers routinely planted evidence on suspects, fabricated reports, and committed perjury. After the corruption was exposed, courts overturned the convictions of 88 people. uh, And that was in 2013 alone. So uh, in 2012, officials voted to completely disband the department um, because it was beyond reform. Uh, Fast forward to now, uh, violent crimes have dropped 42 percent in seven years. According to city crime data provided by the department, the crime rate has dropped from 79 per 1000 people to 44 percent per 1000 people, uh, the data shows. So, um, yeah, uh, Capelli, who is, uh, I think he's the mayor of, uh, Camden says that he credit the improvement to the new community oriented policing, which prizes partnership and problem solving over violence and punishment. It starts from an officer's first day when a new recruit joins the force. They're required to knock on the doors of homes in the neighborhood. They're assigned to patrol. He said, they introduce themselves and ask neighbors what needs improving, uh, which hmm. I thought was dope as fuck. Yeah. Uh, um, Training emphasizes de-escalation, he said, and the department's use of force policy makes clear that deadly force is the last option. So that's just a quick write-up uh, I wanted to share with uh, our audience here, our listenership, um, about yeah. what Let me it means. Yeah, go out a couple
1: couple quick facts, yeah, go ahead, too, Michael. which I thought were, were crazy. Uh, since 2012, the murder rate is down sixty two percent. You know that's nice. that's crazy. sixty two percent reduction in the murder rate. I also was watching um, a speech you know, or him interviewed on a show last night. Uh, it was quite curious to me, and he was saying, you know one of the ways they're able to do these things is with that community based policing conversation that you were just having is yeah. build relationships in the community. And so when a murder or a crime happens, uh, they used to have a 6% uh, rate of getting someone in the community to come forth with information. Now that rate of coming forth with information is up to 69%. And so when you have a murder, 69 seven out of,
5: t- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my my you bad, have a murder,
1: 7 out of 10 times, you know, somebody is, is reporting or, or giving information on the crime. You know, in, in, that old, that old, uh, you know, rule of the streets is no stitch, snitches, get stitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, because they now believe in and have a relationship with the police and feel like the police are there for them. Um, they're now able to, to get folks to cooperate and help solve these crimes. Uh, and so I think that, uh, I wanted to just add those couple of little facts to kind of round the conversation out. Great, great, great. Um, opportunity to um, great business case, great trial, you know, for larger cities around the country.
3: Indeed, man. Indeed. And I just wanted to share that because I I see that there seems to be a lot of confusion as to to why one would defund the police. Um, Yeah, and the
2: naming sucks.
3: Right. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does.
4: It does. It it leads people down a, a wrong path to a point where, you know, and and, and unfortunately, I, I did see a clip of, of Trump talking about, you know, defunding. And and, and it and it seemed like he had no research done on that. Um, so I'm glad we actually discussed this. He's just like, yeah, we're not doing that. These these, these uh, places are going to be, you know, lawless. It's going to be chaos everywhere. am not, not saying like we're going to just sit there and dissolve all police and just be like, it's going to be the wild west of the town. But you know something is, is to be said from, okay, you know obviously this can't be repaired. Let's just start from scratch. Um, that's that's big, you know, and it's, especially considering you have places. which I did also see this uh, earlier today that, um, like, it's a it's a county in in uh, in Florida that's offering um, jobs to the Buffalo Fifty Seven and the Atlanta Six that were dismissed because of you know some of the stuff that we reported here uh, last week and you've seen throughout the news. That's that's like the complete opposite of this. It's just like, hey, yo, y'all are problematic here. We'll take you over here because you know y'all fit our our morals and values. So I, I'm glad that we talked about this to kind of demystify you know this this term are Right, the term sucks, but the process, the the overall thing about how it's done is. Especially if, if it if it lowers crime like that with those numbers, that's that's something to explore. Seriously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree. Just imagine if if we could drop the crime rates nationally by forty six percent. Like really, like all the money that we can put into schools and roads and you know. New job program, revitalizing neighborhoods, you know, grocery stores and, and food deserts, you know, yeah. all these things that we could we could really do to uh, affect change in the community. It, it, it'd be curious to see. I'd be curious to see what programs those dollars have gone to, like some facts around where those dollars have gone for Camden, because I always feel like if you if you, uh, if you follow the money, there may end up being, you know somebody getting some advantage of this, these dollars being put somewhere else, but you know, I, I, I hope uh, that somewhere in, in the conversation uh, that money's being reinvested in the community in a different way.
4: I would, yeah. yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Wow. wow.
3: Well, of course, Donnie uh, opposes. <laughs> uh, he tweeted uh, this year uh, has seen the lowest crime numbers in our country's recorded history. And now, the, uh, the radical left Democrats Want to defund And abandon our police Sorry I want law and order Exclamation mark
2: Oh
3: Jesus Yeah yeah. Never take a <laughs> knee yeah, He actually added after that by the way
1: <laughs> You guys want to know yeah. what comes in my mind when I, when I hear his name What Where is the DC sniper when you need him Oh don't say that <laughs> I
3: don't say
2: that. Well,
1: I know I'm not supposed to say it. The but views expressed
3: damn. by chance <laughs> right. are not that of <laughs> of, of myself. Uh, quarantine pay. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah, um, I hate to wish it on anybody, but you know.
1: So all jokes aside, it's such bullshit.
3: So it's funny that you say that about that particular candidate because. Uh, the other candidate, Joe Biden, actually also opposes defunding the police. His campaign says uh, a spokesperson for the presumptive Democratic nominee said in a statement on Monday that Biden does not believe that police should be defunded, but that he supports the urgent need for reform. Do you guys have any thoughts on uh, on that statement from uh, Joe Biden? Glad to say that. Yeah,
4: I'm, I'm not really surprised. I mean, yeah, you know... You gotta say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know what? It's, it's unfortunate. And, you know, I, I feel like... This this is why I like the show. You know, our, our show. I'm, I'm gonna brag on us a little bit. We we spent a lot of time um during um debates and campaigns for candidates. And we were, you know, we were pretty much up front saying, you know, what we were looking for in the candidate. And, you know... Although we didn't think these candidates were going to uh, win, but this is what we were looking for. This is what we were hoping for, and I don't really think that we were too gun-ho home, Joe Biden. You can, you can roll back and listen to the tape on that. Listen to the tape on that, but you know he he, he just says a. He doesn't really strike me. I mean, he's he's the best option out of out of two, but it's it's not an an, an impressive option. You know, it's, it's just like. Well, I really
1: hate the other guy. He's the John Kerry of the Democratic Party. (laughs) He is. But the good news is he's not going up against George Bush. He's going up against Donald Trump, uh, which I think uh, gives him more of a shot. I
2: don't know, man.
3: They love you, boy. They love you, but people got to come out and vote, though. People got to vote um oh um, man
1: if you see the, i mean it, it was presidential election type lines out there today oh yeah and i'm talking about I in the black people community. are uh yeah
3: understanding the seriousness you know uh, more so than ever like like stop playing you know i think the message is definitely getting out there uh some good old boys actually i uh, had a, a message uh about defunding the police A lot of you
0: dipshit damn Pennyway sons of bitches want to damn defund the damn police department. I'll tell you what we do better than that. Let's just do away with them all together. Let's do a one month damn trial period. And let's let you deal with a bunch of redneck sons bitches like me.
1: Cause I'm gonna tell you something, people like me and my damn crowd, we don't own tasers and we don't own rubber bullets and we don't own damn all that penny shit. We just have real fucking guns that shoot real fucking bullets and we have a real fucking attitude toward dipshits like you. So let's just do that one month damn trial period and let's see how quick it takes for you to want that fucking police department to come back into the fucking picture.
3: That was a gentleman named Slow Crow on TikTok. So, um...
2: <laughs> Wait, they're they're rednecks on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> oh
3: Jesus! Wow. Yeah. So, um
1: rednecks everywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There is yeah. a thing called white power. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to to bite my tongue figure out what you want to say <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna I'm bite my tongue but i just i wanted to play that clip because i wanted people to hear what's out there and they know you know what i'm saying we know we know what's out there but uh yeah 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 you know none of this stuff really
1: surprises us you know, yeah, I, know. Is that, hey, you know
5: I would ask know him guy, uh,
3: i would ask him you know uh, are there so are you saying there's no rules because if 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 some some brothers that you know who can't get guns off a of technicality. You know what I'm saying, of having a felony early or you know having a conviction early. You know are allowed to get their hands on guns too. You know, let's see what time it is. Because <laughs> them boys in oh, Chirac, them boys in Chirac. Oh no, well they, they're cowards. Of course they're not gonna square up. They get their ass exactly. whooped ten times out of ten. They get their ass stomped, uh, and they know that. That's why they're scared and they're cowards. That's why they go and get guns. Guns, you know, for hunting, you know what I'm saying? For hunting, you know, defenseless animals. Um, they don't want it with, with no uh <laughs> no Mandingo warrior, uh, with the blood of uh the, the, the motherland in him. get his ass fucking stomped out. Absolutely. Fucking cowards. They'll never fight. They'll never fight. They're cowards. But um yeah, let uh let Kwan from Chicago get his hands on one of them AKs let's see what's up come out here with your hunting rifle get your ass sprayed bitch at anyway um i'm sorry i didn't want to do that but that's 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 what's out there know that know that if you didn't know if you don't know now you know um i have something adversely uh to to slow crow the redneck there um a gentleman uh named hassan actually tweeted something uh that i agree with he said the first city to have their police disbanded will be injected with waves of artificial crime by the state to undermine abolition guaranteed. They do similar things to undermine socialist projects abroad. So basically what he's saying is uh, the first city that elects to defund the police, uh, especially in these times, uh, they're going to see a, a air quotes wave of crime. And, and so and that will be so that your boy and, and people of that ilk can point to that and say, see, see what happens with no police. So you might as well just allow them to continue to brutalize people in the streets with impunity. Um, Why is it so hard to just, Anyway, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. What? Go ahead. Say it. No, no go ahead. Say I want to have that you.
2: combo.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> No one in the black community is calling, you know, for, 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 for no police at all, man. Anytime you hear fuck the police, anytime you hear anything to that effect, it's about brutality, man. It's about brutality. It's a real thing. And, and, and you know, it's frustrating, you know, to, to try and have dialogue, uh, constructive dialogue with people that, well, if you weren't a criminal or, well, if you did this or if you just did this, blah, 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 um, George, Floyd was not resisting. You know, he was not resisting. Mm-hmm. So, and, and because of that, you have a lot of them saying, you know, well, 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 that's wrong, but it had, he been resisting, had he been doing anything, what that would have gave them another out, even though they're doing everything they can to assassinate his character. Now, Candace Owens right. and others. <clears throat> um, but why is it, it's so hard to just do right. And, 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 and the truth is, it's not. I'm not saying that they don't have a hard yeah, job. I know, you know a lot of cops, man, good dudes. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I've asked straight up, like, yo, how is it out there? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it really as, as bad as, is as, you know what I'm saying, a lot of cops say it is? Um, You know, and then... So, <laughs> go ahead, I'm sorry. There's a
1: couple things I'm going to say. First is that probably 80% of the crimes that happen are committed by folks that are trying to eat and feed their family. Facts. Crime is is often a
3: symptom of poverty. You know, that's what a lot of people. That's
2: right. Yeah.
3: It's because people just want to do bad, you know?
2: Right. Folks aren't
1: out here just killing folks just because, right. There's no opportunity, but then you have to remember that, that the other side of that, that lack of opportunity, that lack of distribution of wealth, um, is what creates wealth. Like if there's nobody on the bottom, no one will be on the top. This is a capitalist society. So we have to have an income disparity for folks to get it for folks to, to make it to the top, top echelon. There are very few folks in the top, top echelon that didn't have to have their, their foot on somebody's back at some point. And so, you know, this poverty, which then turns into crime, not the other way around, which is based, which often that poverty is based off of, as we already know, systematic rules and racism and bank loans and redlining and overpolicing and, and, and all these things. The unfair. Systematic. System. Yeah. Right. And so. Prison know, industrial you know complex. Yep. You know, all these things. And so it's all part of the system. And when you begin to break down parts of the system, it's, it's quite painful for the folks who are at the top of the food chain and they're going to do whatever they can to prevent that from happening. You better believe it. Yeah.
3: It's frustrating, man. That's all. It's frustrating. I mean, we know what time it is, you know what I mean? Uh, and that's why I'm glad that certain conversations are being had at this time. The people that, that seek to keep the status quo and keep things is, you know, you like to see that kind of shit. That's where I'm at with it. You know, if you can't admit that that brutality is wrong and then if you can't even acknowledge that it exists, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, to get out of there, um, that was good. Good dialogue. Y'all good dialogue on, um, on what it means to defund the police and, you know, good dialogue. Anyway, uh, I have a positive story <laughs> with regards to police, uh, governor, uh, Cuomo uh and his people and his ilk uh, the New York State Assembly has just passed the Eric Garner anti-choke act by a vote of 140 to three all right now the three, three people didn't right, do I was just about to say, what did they have to say? <laughs> yeah uh who the three people uh let me see if I can get their name real quick for all my, my family in New York um Yeah, I don't say it. I don't have time, but yeah. So shout out to, uh, to New York state for, for passing that. The law. Hopefully uh, more states will follow suit because it's unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. All right, let's get uh, out of here with cops, man. And let's wrap up the show. I got uh, a few more stories and uh, we can get out of here. Uh, did you guys see that, uh, there is an entire town in Georgia, uh, for sale? Uh, for the cost of uh, a typical home in San Francisco right now, <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what's the craziest part? That town has been for sale I think for like
2: two years. <laughs>
3: yeah. So prospective buyers can get almost an entire city in the state of Georgia for about the same price of a typical home in San Francisco, according to an advertisement. Uh, as Jameson likes to say uh, that appeared on Craigslist this week, some 37 parcels of property and 40 acres of land are for sale in Tombsboro, Georgia for 1.7 million Uh, property for sale in the town of 700 people includes an abandoned restaurant, a syrup mill an opera house an old bank, a railroad depot Uh, calls to the number listed on the sales website went unanswered, but it appears the town has been on the market since 2012 actually. (laughs) even <laughs> oh, wow. longer than i thought <laughs> 2.5 million uh the owners are hoping to see tombsboro real estate property in the right hands a sales website says new owners that understand its uniqueness and the importance of preserving historic properties now uh the good brother uh, jay morrison uh self-proclaimed uh, real estate aficionado and the uh one of the leaders of the uh, the legacy center here in atlanta and uh, the tulsa real estate fund uh actually did a little post on that. Let me
7: play the clip. Hey, peace family. Jay Morrison. Happy Monday. Um, I seen the town of Tombsboro has went viral. I see all you guys posting the town in Atlanta, Georgia. It's called Tombsboro. It's not that's Atlanta. That's for sale for 1.7 million. And I want to give you all some game and why Tombsboro is, and is not a good development purchase. We already toured the town over two years ago. So y'all late. We already did our due diligence on the property. And what it is, it's it's not really a full town. It's really a bundle deal, uh, a package of commercial and residential properties. We've already built with the owner. Um, it would be a great resort type destination. It would be a great like a theme park or theme town. So we wanted to make a black town as a theme town and drive traffic there together to be able to have family retreats there, and have some Airbnb lodging there, and we could reenact Black Wall Street there and make it a business model, that would be, in my opinion, a good comprehensive development slash business play. If you're thinking this is about buying a town, unless we all wanna move two hours from Atlanta to Tombsboro, which I doubt is gonna be the case, uh, taking that trip, I took the trip, Um, it's in the boonies, Um, but that's gonna be the case, it's not that kind of development town, or, if black mind you, and it's not a full town. There's probably about thirty-six residential properties and somewhere in the teens of commercial properties. It says there's a bank in there. It's an old-school bank that you really can't bank. It's more like a
3: all right. Uh, so yeah, Toonsboro, Georgia. If you uh, have one point seven million land around, you can uh, <laughs> you can buy a town. That's always my thing with uh,
1: these schemes that we need somewhere where black folks can be. The government needs to set aside some shit for us. Yeah. We don't need to go out and buy it. You know, they want to do something for us. We need to petition the government and get something, um, some property that's owned by the federal government. That's 30 miles, 45 miles from the city that we can actually have something viable. Nobody wants to move to the middle of BFE.
3: Yeah. Shout out to ass cracks.
4: <laughs> it, it, it sounds like a, a real life shit creek.
2: <laughs> what it sounds
4: like
3: yeah yeah I wonder if uh, Jay Morrison was saying that to kind of suppress people since he's already kind of researching what he needs to do to, to to buy it or or what you know what I'm saying I don't know but uh, yeah Tombs of Real Georgia alright lastly man let's have Time some with fun him. Uh, time will tell because they were down there today <laughs> and they posted a clip and that, that was from Monday. Uh, and they, they posted a clip the next day. So yeah. Anyway, let's have some fun, man. On the way out. Um, your girl, B Simone is in the news again, uh, for some comments that she made. Let me play the clip. She was on with Nick Cannon. He
0: can't have a nine to five. What? What? not? <laughs> you don't want him to have an yeah. honest job. I mean, he could be a, a hustling entrepreneur. He, so you I want him think, to honestly, be a, you want CEO status? Yes. Okay, he can't, he can't, so like, he can't, he can't clock, like, in clock in clock and in. clock out. No. No. <laughs> damn, I be some more I think smart? entrepreneurs should date entrepreneurs. Okay, but still there's there's people who have really good jobs with vocational skills. If if he's a mechanic. I, I'm sure, but no, you're not going to understand my lifestyle. You're not going to understand why I'm up at 3 a.m. Oh, damn, you're and making this you, hard Okay, all right. You are, know, he has to be an entrepreneur. A business owner. He getting one of them stimulus packages from Donald Trump, one of them small (laughs) business loans, and he ain't buying jewelry with it. (laughs) Or moving into that direction. Yeah. He can't have a nine-to-five. All right, so that's your girl
3: B. Simone saying that uh, the man that that she dates uh, can't have a nine-to-five. And, uh, of course, people uh, dragged her on social media. Uh, one chick uh, said, "Be Simone talking about she only dated CEO, but she got air quotes rich off of selling repackaged Alibaba Express gloss and begging y'all every day to buy it." <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> Somebody else said, "My nine to five got me making eighty k straight out of college at twenty two, so Be Simone can kiss my ass." Everybody doesn't want to be an entrepreneur, and there is nothing wrong with that. Someone else said, I'm not knocking B. Simone if that's her preference, but never forget where you came from knocking someone who works a nine to five, no matter if it's a good job or not, is hella lame to me. I'll never knock anyone uh, for any grind they have. Um, Someone else said uh, B. Simone once stated that she only had $42 in her bank account, but now wants to shame nine to five workers. Even some of the most successful entrepreneurs that I know aren't up at working at 3 a.m. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. She just wants to get away with thotting. That's all. Damn. <laughs> wow, shit. Toxic masculine.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? It's
3: been a while for. It's yeah, been, been a while.
4: So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> that's your preference. That's your preference. I mean, look, I mean, you know, some people, you know, they 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 want somebody with the physical features that they're looking for. Some some people uh, want smoker versus non-smoker, or you know, you know 420 friendly, and she wants uh, an entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay, so if
2: everybody
4: ain't everybody ain't for everybody
1: yeah let me let me have a couple questions here and so you know I was just joking earlier when I said the Titan and think,
3: right
1: what does she do for what does she do for a living
3: she's a uh, internet comedian and um she's been on uh, wild and out and she uh earlier this year um had stated that she had a goal that she wanted to make a million and uh, you know she had made a video like a little docu kind of series you know basically documenting her journey to become a millionaire so this is like the second time in like two weeks where she's gotten dragged on the timeline because she made some statements you know after the George Floyd thing uh similar to the Terry Crews um <laughs> comments you know where she but she was hers was, was more on the spiritual side and you know, she always talk about you know part of her sh- shtick is um you know I want a boyfriend and you know she chases the baby the rapper around and talk about how she sucked dick and twerk and all of that but in the moment after George Floyd she was talking about you know religious stuff and and leaning on you know God and at this time you know and all of that kind of shit so this is the second time she's gotten dragged on the timeline Um, yeah
1: I was just curious how she got popular like internet she doesn't internet comedian right and so she's, she's internet famous what you mean to tell me is that nobody ever cuts her a check everything that she has done she's created on her own You know, nobody fostered her when she got to a certain level to make her, her, give her more status. You know, the thing is that uh, she owes somebody a check at the end of each month, I guarantee you. You know, and the thing is, an entrepreneur is just a nine to five that your name is on. Now, a regular nine to five won't, won't make you rich. Most entrepreneurs won't get rich either. But there is an opportunity to become rich as an entrepreneur, you know, and I, and I, I, just hate people, you know, knocking folks for their own hustle. Like somebody said earlier, who even know you, who knows you? Like what's, you know, why, why are you, um, representative of our culture of our voice?
3: Yeah. And another so, young lady said, uh, be Simone saying she only wants to date a CEO and not a man with a nine to five is very problematic and fetishy. Being a CEO doesn't equal rich. In fact, most businesses aren't profitable <laughs> until their second exactly. or third year. A lot of people that work a nine to five have more money and time than a air quote CEO. Um, <laughs> somebody else said, "Be someone really thinks she different because she stay up to three a.m. ordering off AliExpress while everybody else sleep."
1: And <laughs> hey, you want to hear something else that's funny? Yeah, is that uh, CEO <laughs> is often don't own the business?
3: Right. Shareholders, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, It's like, you know, if it's a publicly traded company, and when you own a business, you don't care about the name. Who cares what my name is in any business that I'm involved with? I don't need a title. Yeah. fuck out of here. I would actually, I actually, if you really want to know how I feel, I know there are people who have two different, people on two different sides. You have folks with businesses that are named after them. Yeah. like Walmart, for example. But then you have on the other side of the coin, I hate to use this this company as an example this week because of one of the founders, but Home Depot, for example. You know, two companies, wildly successful. Some folks want their name on some shit, and some folks don't. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, and they don't have to be the person out front, but they are the ones making things happen. So who cares about the title CEO? Yeah.
3: Yeah, um, I think that, you know, a lot of these internet famous people are are influential to young people and, um, you know, while I admire entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurial spirit, I mean, I have a bit of it myself with my side hustles, um, you know, I just think that that's, that's particular, and and, you know, you, you, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Shout out to her. Everyone is entitled to their preferences, right? Like we, we always, you know, when brothers express their preferences, they get, you know, shitted on and shouted out to, I think that a lot of it is, is, you know, I think valid criticism, but I also think a lot of it is most likely um, people projecting, you know? Um, Anytime you're not a person's type and they may, you know, possibly find you attractive or they just feel like arguing that day, they will, you know, oh well you're wrong about that you know you say you like light-skinned women but that's based in colorist views you know by white you know beauty standards or blah 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 you know like a preference is a preference and everybody's entitled to it um so hey she says she she prefers ceo types so hey more power to her i hope she gets what she wants uh she's been saying she wants a boyfriend for a long time so hope she gets what she wants all right. Uh, well, that was a good show, guys. Uh, anybody else have anything or anything you want to say or anything you want to talk about before we get up out of here? Um, no. I I'm you killed well, it. Right. <laughs> well, all right, guys. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you were here with us, and we appreciate that. Um, until next time, stay blessed, stay vexed. It is the vexed intellects. Get vexed. Beef. Ow.